and welcome Hoosier fans to another victorious episode of the Doing the Work post-game show. As earlier today, your fifth-seeded Indiana Hoosiers beat your fourth-seeded Maryland to and the back-to-back -back Big Ten tournament champs at 62 to 51. That takes Indiana now to 21 and 7 on the season. In fact, not only is Maryland back-to-back -back, um, Big Ten tournament champs, this is the first time they have not been in the final since they joined the league over 70 years ago. And I'm your host, Kathy Amos, along here again with my co-host, Sean Cron. And today we will break it all down for you on this edition of Doing the Work, the new show on the Back Home Network dedicated to covering Indiana women basketball. Um, Jeff Marlowe is off again tonight as he is um, out visiting his daughter and traveling this weekend. So. We will start our show the way we do every show, and that is with our banner moment. And you know, to me, I thought the theme of today's game were comebacks. And were they comeback in points? No, but I thought they were comeback for players. On Maryland's side, you had um, Owusu, who was coming off of an ankle injury um, and really had a fantastic game. And then on Indiana's side, we had Mackenzie Holmes, who's been working her way back in after knee surgery and really just seemed to, to light it up. Um, today and really seemed to find her groove and uh, pardon the, the pun as we uh, like to say that I really think Mac is back you guys so for me I'm gonna go to the second quarter when I really seemed like that light bulb came on for McKenzie at about the 130 mark first Nicole finds Mac down low and McKenzie just had this really pretty spin to go um, up and over and really get a nice basket in and then Reese for Maryland comes down on the other end, misses a three-pointer. We go back to our end. Allie this time finds Mac down low and, again, scores for us and puts us up 34-25. And that's the score we'll take into the halftime, being up nine over Maryland at the half. And for me, that was the banner moment of the game. And as always, your banner moment is brought to you by our friends at Homefield Apparel, who are now in their fifth season of sponsoring this assembly call and they're first at presenting the, the presenting sponsor for the Back Home Network. And did you know that Homefield's large collection includes a vintage IU apparel shirt commemorating the 1983 women's season? This was the season that we won the Big Ten title and made our first NCAA tournament appearance for the program. And given what we're doing right now, it might be good for a new shirt. And also, if you like other teams or you have people in your life that do, Homefield probably has something for them. The product line includes now more than 120 different schools, all of them with unique vintage logos. And no matter what you buy, you know it will be comfortable and the colors will last through many washings. Plus, you're supporting an Indiana-based company that comes through Kelly, came up through Kelly. So what could be better than that? In addition, if you've not ordered from Homefield before, you can go and go to homefieldapparel.com and use our promo code HOME, H-O-M-E, to get 15% off of your first order. Again, that promo code is HOME, H-O-M-E, for 15% off. Go wear one for the team. Okay, now it's time to move the ball and find our open player and get some opening thoughts. And, Sean, I'm going to pass it over to you. What kind of a storyline do you have on your brain today? Uh, you know, this is just uh, overall a great, great win for us. Uh, you know, they uh, – you know, split the series with uh, Maryland earlier this year, um, and uh, we needed to we needed to get revenge. And uh, um, I think overall um, the play was better than it, it was yesterday. 
there's still some uh, some room for improvement, but uh, you know this is a this is a great victory and over a very good uh, Maryland team. And uh, with uh, uh, a uh, coming back, you know I wasn't sure what to expect, but uh, our girls uh, they they hung in there and they they fought and uh, they they earned this victory. Absolutely. Um, well said. Very well said. So as we continue our breakdown of Indiana's win over 62-51 win over Maryland, we will point out today's meaningful moments you might have missed, and then we will go inside the numbers to highlight the most important statistical notes from the game. Again, you're listening to the Doing the Work post-game show. Again, my name is Kathy Amos, and I'm here with Sean Cron, and we're breaking down that 62-51 victory from the Big Ten tournament today. And again, right now, it's time for our meaningful moments that you might have missed. And Sean, as usual, I think we'll just go quarter by quarter and pick out some of our favorite moments. So how about you start us off with that first quarter? Yeah, I, you know, to start off, I'm going to start with the very first possession. I had you know, jotted down, you know, uh, Marilyn got the ball. They took it down. And Reese, you know, she just she got two rebounds, you know, shot, put it up twice, got two rebounds um, and then was follow, followed by McKenzie uh, Holmes. And, you know, I, I wrote down that, wrote that down just because it's like, oh God, you know, very first, very first possession, you know, we are, we're allowing them two rebounds. And uh, I was like, you know, it's, it's not a good start. You know, is this a sign to come? And um, thank, thank goodness, you know, we, we fought back, but uh, you know, that was just something I had, uh, I had written down. And then um, at the um, 8.54 mark, you know, uh, Allie had a, uh, had gotten fouled and uh, she was shooting free throws. And, um, you know, at that point I was like, you know, is there confidence from last night going to carry over to this game? You know, hopefully, uh, hopefully it would, you know, with her, her last night, you know, shooting uh, what, five of seven from a three point, three point range. And uh, so that was a, that was a couple questions I had had early on. Yeah, I, I agree with all of that. Um, some of the other important plays um, I thought in that first quarter was uh, at 7.46, you had Alexi, um, Alexa Golbe. She had a block on Reese and then um, and then got an offensive rebound on the other end. Um, <clears throat> I thought that was important because Maryland is a very good rebounding team, and that in particular was the one I was looking for both on both ends of the court. Um, we'll get inside the numbers later, but that was at least an example of a time where um, Lexi really came down with a rebound, and I'm sure we'll talk about her and her rebounds, but she ended up with 11 for the game today. Um, and just was really, I thought, hitting the boards really hard for us. Um, the unfortunate thing is then at the 639 mark, so right after that, you had a travel by Grace on the other end. That was her seconds in a row. So kind of a, a bit of a rough start there in that first quarter. But I think the, the women, you know, just really kept focused and kept playing through it. And, uh, you know, is some rough shooting or some really good defense, probably a little bit of both from the teams to start off that, that first segment. What else do you have in the first quarter? Yeah, I think uh, another thing uh, was uh, Chloe's play, uh, or not, uh, excuse me, not Chloe's, uh, Nicole, mm -hmm. Nicole Cardano-Hillary. Um, you know, at the 7-12 mark, you know, she came down on a fast break, uh, pulled up, hit a jumper. Um, and, you know, it's like, it was really good to see her, her get that first basket, you know, because she, you know, last night she didn't have a very good game. Um, you know, and then a little bit later at the 6-02, or uh, at the 6-02 mm -hmm. mark, um, yeah. Well, right before that, she came down. She missed a missed a jump shot, but then right away got the steal, and then uh, you know passed it to uh, <laughs> Chloe Moore and McNeil, who who missed the layup. But you know it was just a sign of 
of, of what was to come from uh, from Nicole tonight and uh, just how hard she played. Yeah, I agree with that. And following that up, right at that, right right before the under media, the first media timeout at the 5:13 mark, Nikki had the ball. She drove. She missed. She got her own rebound. Got it out to Chloe Moore McNeil, who did drive and score for two. And um, at that point, we were only up. Uh, yeah, so we were up. That can't be right. So uh, anyway, that was a good. Good try from Chloe, but I clearly wrote the score down wrong. <laughs> I guess I have six to five, and I know at that point it was more than that. Um, and then just to end kind of the, the last part of the quarter around the three-minute mark, uh, we had Grace just, I thought, on the defensive end, she she was really – I thought superb on the defensive end as well today. And she had some great hustle and went and knocked the ball out and it, it, we didn't get the ball back, but again, it was, a, a, she was very disruptive and really disrupting uh, Maryland. Um, so for that first quarter, we ended up going uh, up by five. So won that quarter 18 to 13. Those are all the moments I had written down, but how about you? Anything else you want to point out? I think one of the things I wanted to point out was uh, in that first quarter, uh, the fast break points. I mean, we had four four points uh, off of their fast break points to uh, to their one. So I think they must have uh, gotten fouled there and, and must have hit a free throw. But, um, you know, yeah, we were uh, uh, looked really good at the start of this game. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, let's move on to the second quarter, and um, I'll start us off this time. And uh, fairly quickly on, in about two minutes in, um, we had a great offensive rebound again from Lexi, um, and this was off of a Nicole miss, who, um, but uh, then she put it back up and went for two, and that put us up then 20 to 13. So it was just a really, again, coming out really strong in that second quarter, I thought, from, from Alexa. Yeah, and I had marked that down too. And uh, a little bit later, then um, I saw that uh, at the 7:42 mark, uh, we had another fast break point. Uh, you know, Grace Berger had uh, driven driven down and got another uh, got another bucket. And shortly after that, you could tell that Maryland was starting to get frustrated. You know, mm -hmm. they were they were starting to get frustrated on uh, by uh, IU's defense, which was uh, just setting the tone for the entire game. Yeah, I, you could definitely see that um, in the in my opening banner moments. In fact, that was when Angel Reese had missed that three. She doesn't take a whole lot of threes, and it really showed in that case. Yeah. And it seemed like uh, that was almost out of a frustration kind of a shot. Um, I didn't really have a whole lot um, else other than, yeah, we went on that 4-0 run. And then about halfway through, there was that, if you remember, Owusu just – it looked like a pass. I think it was a pass. <laughs> um, it hit the backboard slash rim. I don't exactly know. I'm quite sure she was trying to pass, but boy, was it was way off. Very uncharacteristic of her. And, um, you know, I think she was trying to pass it to Angel Reese down low. And, you know, IU got that ball and, uh, you know, we had a nice run out from, from Nicole. She grabbed that ball, threw it down to Allie, and it was just, I thought, just something that really seemed to fire up both the, the, the women on our team, the crowd, and the whole bench for us. And, you know, it was great to see Allie um, putting that that easy layup in, too. So that I thought that play was a lot of fun, um, mainly because you saw something from Owusu. I don't think you see it very often. No, no. I, I, I had jotted that down, too. And I, I was like, you know, I'm just going to chalk that up to her, um, you know, missing a couple games you know being being a little rusty because yeah. that, that definitely wasn't uh, your typical Owusu and uh and you know overall you know she ended up with 21 points and you know she you know for not playing recently she really really did a good job for Maryland but uh 
Um, you know, I also had, uh, you know, later on uh, at the 446 mark, Mackenzie um, Holmes uh, got a nice, nice jump shot on on the baseline, and uh, it was just, it was just a, you know, really nice shot, nice looking shot, and it was just, you could tell that her confidence was there. You mm-hmm. know, she was starting to gain some confidence in her shot, and uh, once again, I mean, it, it showed throughout the night, throughout the rest of uh, rest of her play. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, when uh, she had that second bucket that I mentioned in my banner moments, uh, she was the first player on either team to get double figures, and she went into the half with 10 points. So the team um, won that quarter as well, um, winning that quarter by four points, and went into halftime up 34 to 25. Um, How about you start us off for the third quarter? Yeah, so the third quarter, um, you know, we started off, uh, I had written down at the uh, 8.33 mark, and we, we hit our first three-pointer of the game. So, uh, of either team. Uh, of either team, yes. Yeah. yeah. At, at that point, I think we were, we went 0 for 3 in the first half, and I believe uh, Maryland was 0 for 6 right. in, the, in the first half. Yep. Uh, so at the first, uh, you know, at 8.33 in the uh, third quarter, um, Nicole Cardano-Hillary Cardano uh, ended up shooting, uh, making our first three-pointer. Uh, and then a little bit afterward, Afterwards, at the 7:38 mark, uh, Allie Patberg got a got a steal. You know, stole the ball from uh, Diamond Miller. Um, uh, Diamond was uh, approaching uh, half court and was looking to pass it down court, and Allie just rose up and took it away from her. And then, as she was falling, was able to get rid of it. And and that was just a superb play. And um, you know, unfortunately, we weren't able to score, but. Uh, it was just a really good, uh, you know, hustle play. Right. I, I agree. I remember talking to you about that during the game. It was, it was a good game or good, good, um, good segment there. Even though we didn't score, it would have been nice to turn it into a bucket, but that was okay. Right. Um, let's talk a little bit though about the three point shooting for Maryland. Uh, so you mentioned already that Maryland was 0 for six in the first half. Um, that that Nikki's three was the first one of either side that that went. Maryland ended up being. Um, over on their three pointers. Um, I didn't. They end up over twelve. Twelve. Thank night. you. I didn't have the final number. Yeah. I knew there were six in the first half, so they had six in each half. Um, this was the first time since 2018 that Maryland has gone without making a three pointer. So this was a very unusual um, game for them. And we listened to Coach Morin's, you know, talk with the Big Ten. Um, commentators afterwards on Big Ten, and she said that was actually one of their plans was trying to really um, slow Benson down, in particular, who usually makes them for a three, and not only did they slow her down, they held her scoreless. Um, so I think right. that is just a great overall theme. Uh, again, one of the calling cards we've had all year, and it seemed as we went into that really tough stretch in that last month of February for us, the defense was really lacking. You could see this, the tired legs, and I felt it was back tonight. Um, You know, again, I mentioned last night on the postgame show that Maryland averages 79 points a game. We held them to 51. So I'm going to say that one more time because I just want to make sure everyone hears that. They average 79 points a game and we held them to 51 and no three-pointers. So do you want to maybe just take a pause here and let's uh, reflect on our defense from tonight? Yeah, I I think, you know, to, to add on to that, you know, you talked about even you had mentioned Benson and uh, she only shot the shot two three pointers tonight and they, you know, she didn't shoot her first three pointer until like, I think it was like two minutes left in the fourth quarter. So at at that point, the game was 
you know, it's pretty much, you know, wrapped up. Um, they, they started filing after that and, uh, um, you know, we, uh, pulled away a little bit. So, um, the defense was just, it, it was just awesome to see tonight. They, they, uh, Indiana really did a really wonderful job tonight, uh, locking, locking Maryland down. And, uh, like you said, you know, coach Marin had a, had a great game plan going into this and, uh, you know, it, it they came out on top. I mean, it yeah. was awesome. Absolutely. So, okay. So I derailed this a little from our third quarter, but that's okay. Cause I think we'll come back to the defense or some other, other topics I wanted to kind of pick up on there. But, um, so Maryland did go on a bit of a little bit of a run in this third quarter uh, at the 420 mark. Mac did get a, a really big, I thought offensive rebound that finally put a stop to this, this run that Maryland was going on. Um, and then about 152, uh, Nicole really pushed the ball. You know, she got a defensive rebound on, I think it was on the other end, was really pushing the ball down to the other end, got the ball down to Mac. Mac went in, made it, and got fouled, and made it, and won, and that made it 44-39. So now we're only up five. Um, but that that third quarter, it felt like Maryland was really starting to make a run and chip away, and then we'd kind of put a stop to it. And then Maryland would make a run, and we'd put a stop to it. Um, bit of a sloppy quarter for us as well. But what other things do you have for us in that second, third quarter, rather. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it, like you had said, and, you know, Maryland, uh, you know, started clawing their way back. They went on a 12 uh, uh scoring run at one point, um, you know, about, uh, you know, around the two, you know, between the four and two minute mark. Um, you know, one of the things I saw was, uh, you know, Allie, uh, you know, she had shot a, shot a three at one point, got fouled on that three, and, and was able to hit two, make two of her th uh, three free throws. Um, and then, you know, a little bit later, Alexa, you know, once again, crashing the boards. I mean, it was mm -hmm. just a theme all night long. I mean, she was just uh, really, really crashing boards tonight and really, uh, really did well. But, uh, yeah, um, you know, they, you know, Maryland uh, ended up, uh, let's see here, um, at the end of that quarter, we were, it was 47-41. Um, I don't know how the school actual, let's see what they did here. Uh, so, uh, yeah, they actually outscored us that by quarter. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. By three. So. Yep. so they outscored us that quarter by three. Um, we did end up with, you know, actually could have been just a smidge worse with five seconds though. Um, Chloe Moore McNeil really, you know, again, coming in off of the bench helped for along with Nikki. I'm not quite sure who they yeah. actually credited the, the steal to. I, I, I would give it to both of her or me, but I might, be biased, but they forced Wusu into a turnover, um, got it out to Grace, who went down for a fast break layup, so that you know we kind of stymied, stymied that just a little bit and going down a little bit by three. I think what hurt us in that quarter is having seven turnovers. Um, so one one thing here, we're someone was asking if we could comment on the substitution pattern, and yes, I absolutely thought the substitution pattern tonight was into Quang's point very much timed along with the the breaks and you could see it, i thought coach was doing a nice job of rotating players in and out we again saw wisney playing tonight coming in quite a bit they did give Keander about brown a little bit of run it just i think that her hip wasn't quite there she didn't get credited with any minutes so she didn't even play a full minute in there but we got 22 minutes from chloe moore mcneil off the bench grace wagner came in technically again no minutes but again i thought um it felt like more than that so i'm surprised that she didn't 
Ariel Wisney had four, and then we did get Caitlin Peterson even in for a little bit of time at the very end as well. But I think more important was the fact that I think coaches recognizing, hopefully we've got four games to play this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she was really trying to um, to save some legs there. But <laughs> Sean, while I get a drink, do you have anything on substitutions? <laughs> yeah, no, I think uh, I think Coach did a, did a good job. And like you had said, you know, um, <laughs> You know, Brown, Brown, and Wisney didn't play much, but they're they played enough to give uh, give the other players a rest, and so uh, that's what they need to keep keep on doing. Because uh, yeah, I mean they've got uh, hopefully got two more two more games left this weekend, and uh, um, and then uh, hopefully uh, you know we'll see once where we where we're at in the tournament. Yeah, and you know I want to continue and give our bench a little bit of love, right? So you know Coach Marlowe and I were were you know very much questioning. That was one of our lingering questions that we had very early on when we started doing the show was our, our bench and you know and especially Chloe Moore McNeil has just come on and has been absolutely fantastic I again wrote her down a number of times and making some really big hustle plays and that maybe will lead us into the fourth quarter here where at the 810 mark um, Chloe Moore McNeil um, went up for three and made it if there was I think at most a second left on that shot clock. It, yeah. it was really, really um, a quick one. And that ended up being the second three of the game, again, for either team. Um, so tonight was definitely not a three ball kind of night. So if you're a person that likes to see a lot of threes, this was not your game for you. <laughs> um, but for me, I, I, I thought we just were just really superb in what we were trying to do in terms of execution on both ends of the court. But what do you got going on in the fourth quarter? Yeah, I think one of the big things I noticed was uh, around the uh, 6:30 mark or so, uh, Maryland started pressing. Uh, you know, they they were trying to trying to fight their way back into it and uh, started pressing. And so I was, uh, started wondering, you know, are, how are we going to be able to handle this press? Are we going to be able to handle it? Um, and you know, <clears throat> IU did a really nice job um, breaking that press, and you know, and um, they went down and um, I had written down at the 520 mark, uh, Allie um, went down, had a really nice drive. It should have had a uh, and one, but uh, you know, ended up uh, being called a uh, um, bad call. And they said uh, it was a uh, charge. Hmm. And, you know, we, you know, we're like, no, there's, you know, the Maryland yeah, player wasn't was set, set, but um, unfortunately, you know, it called didn't go our way, but um IU was being aggressive. They were attacking the basket, even though uh, Maryland was still pressing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so I thought the other important thing that kind of happened in that fourth quarter was Angel Reese getting her fourth foul. Um, that was when she was uh, trying to play on Nicole Cardona Hillary. And this was, again, after Alexa just played some really great defense on the other end. I think there was a frustration foul on Angel Reese. So Alexa um, asked for that matchup. So she went to coach and said, I want to be on Angel Reese. And you could tell, it, you know, it, it was a different Alexa Goulbay today, I thought, than what we saw yesterday afternoon. Yesterday, Alexa was really struggling a bit, um, both offensively and defensively. She ended up um, fouling out of the game yesterday, where today she ended up, uh, I think, with only two fouls, right? Yep, two fouls. Um, so seven points for Alexa and two, two fouls and played all 40 minutes. And not only did she play all 40 minutes with only two fouls, but she did it going against Angel Reese, who is 
um, the leading scorer for Maryland uh, usually averages around 19 points and held her to only 14 points. And you could see, I thought Angel Reese was visibly frustrated with the defense that Alexa was playing on her. Uh, playing on her. I thought she was really great tonight, this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and, you know, going along with the defensive theme, I, you know, one of the things I had noticed was at the uh, 344 mark, uh, Diamond Miller had, was driving for a layup and Nikki, uh, you know, stepped in front of her, it disrupted her, and uh, you know, Diamond Miller ended up throwing the ball out of bounds. You know, it was it was kind of a crazy shot and just yeah. kind of went out of bounds. But uh, you know, it was you know, the whole team was uh, really doing well on the uh, on the defensive end. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, one thing too, I just want to point out was something you know we don't talk a whole lot about. We've kind of implied it all year. But I think the basketball IQ of this team is incredibly high as well. Yeah. And, and this time I, I wrote down a specific play at the five-minute mark where Grace had the ball um, outside the three-point. And she saw that with some switches that were going underneath that Holmes had a, just a, a really a mismatch for her. And she immediately got the ball down to, to McKenzie, and who immediately then put it in. And we went up 54 to 47 at that point. And, and again, I thought that was just a really good example of the high basketball IQ that we see especially from grace burger um yeah it, it was a it was a textbook seal by mm -hmm. by mckenzie too and, and for, yeah and, and for grace to see that and recognize that it, it was it was uh, really nice to see yeah um i don't really have anything else big to, to to point out per se in the fourth quarter do you have any specific moments before we we wrap up this segment uh, no, I think uh, I think that uh, covers it for me. I mean, uh, they were able to break that press and hang on for the victory. Okay. Well, I think what I'll do to wrap up this is uh, we'll talk about the, how the fourth quarter ended, and that I think will lead us into our stats segment to go inside the numbers. So uh, Maryland started fouling at the 104 mark. We were up. 54 to 49 at that point. Um, so we are up only five points. So a minute four with a five point lead. It doesn't feel real comfortable, um, especially as an Indiana fan, depending on um, what kind of basketball you might have been watching lately. Feels a little nervous, right? It's a big game. Maryland's a really fantastic shoot, shooting team, especially three pointers. You know, I know they hadn't hit any all night, but that doesn't mean that they can't get hot the last minute. But our, our free throws became very key. And in that last minute four, we had Grace shooting eight free throws and went six for eight. And Alexa had two and went two for two. So as a team, we went eight for 10 in that last minute four on free throws. And we ended up shooting 16 to 20 for the game at 80%. And I thought that was really a key stat um, in that last minute where it really was kind of still in the balance, right? I mean, it felt like things were fairly good for us, um, but a minute left, again, with five, <laughs> five point lead, you, you can't count Maryland out. They are a fantastic right. team. And so we um, shot 16 or made 16 free throws to their nine that they, they took total. So we, again, it's a stat that, you know, is, is fun to look at, right? We made more free throws than they took 10 of those came in the last minute and four. So um, I think we should go ahead and go inside the numbers of Sean. So I just started us off with free throws, yeah. I think. So your turn. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, to stay on the theme of uh, defense tonight, you know, I, I want to look at the uh, shooting percentage for uh, Maryland. Uh, mm -hmm. over, overall, they shot 31% uh, on the night and they went 0 for 12 from three-point range, so 0%. So uh, Coach, Coach Marin, uh, you know, she, she had her game plan. You know, she uh, uh, discussed it afterwards and everything, and, you know, it was, it was really neat to see and see how 
how well they were able to lock down this offense tonight. Yeah, I agree. And for those of you that are listening maybe later, um, sorry about our dogs, but we don't have anyone here to corral them, so they're upstairs running amok. <laughs> Um, so continuing on with the, with the stats here, um, yeah, Sean, I had a field goal percentage was one. Um, let's talk a little bit about rebounding. So rebounding again is something that Maryland is really good at. We actually won the rebounding battle, um, 42 to 39. Um, however, what we lost was the offensive rebounding where they beat us, um, 10 to 15. Um, and along with that second chance points, 14 to 20. To be honest, I thought it was would have been a little more lopsided when I was watching the game. It felt like they were really, you know, you, we had a couple of sequences you pointed out in your meaningful moments where Maryland's got a number of two or three offensive rebounds um, that they were able to, to convert into points. So I thought it would be a little more lopsided. So I think that was a good testament to both Alexa and um, to, um, to, sorry, to McKenzie, Nicole, um, they all had, you know, offensive rebounds on our end as well. So I, it actually wasn't as big of a deficit as I thought it was going to be. Um, what's next on your list for stats? Yeah, you know, uh, Quang, you know, he, yeah, he had mentioned about the uh, 18 turnovers, you know, that, and that is one stat that I, I would like to see them uh, clean up. Uh, I think on the season they've been averaging uh, uh, somewhere around, uh, was it, 11 or 13 I their think. team goal is 11 yeah. yeah so um they had they had 18 turnovers tonight uh, to maryland's 14 now the the good thing is that as far as the points off turnovers maryland only had eight eight points off of those turnovers yeah um and you know where we had six points off of off of their turn, turnovers so um it didn't hurt us uh too bad but uh yeah we can't uh you know you know, it's only going to get harder uh, going going forward, and so that's that's one area I'd like to see them uh, get cleaned up, and I'm I'm sure they will. I'm yeah. sure they're 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 well aware of that. Yeah. Um. In fact, let's see. Yeah, they had 16 last night and 18 tonight. So I was hoping to yeah. see that a little cleaner. Again, you take that third quarter away, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. They had seven in that third quarter alone. So you clean up the third quarter in particular, and I think the the turnovers will take care of themselves. Um, I think we've talked about the the rebounding. We've talked about um, the three point percentage um, zero for Maryland. I could do yeah. that without even looking <laughs> it up. Um, so what else do you have on your list? Uh, the other big thing I wanted to point out is the uh, the steals. Um, mm -hmm. You know, both both teams had uh, had ended up with seven steals uh, tonight, um, and I believe uh, Nikki ended up with four, four. herself. Mm -hmm. So uh, you know, once again, you know, Nikki's leading the team in uh, team in that category. Um, but it, it just shows how how active uh, they were tonight, and you know, you know, the you know once again that defensive effort. You know, they're going for the ball and. Uh, um, you know, and it was, uh, it, it really helped. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. All right. So let's talk about some individual stats. Um, let me start off. I'm going to start off with my, uh, with my, uh, banner moment person, which was Mackenzie Holmes. So Mackenzie led the team in scoring tonight. She ended up with 17 points. This was the first time she's led Indiana in scoring since December. So you, it wasn't even right before her knee surgery because she did play some in January. 
but she has not led the team since December. 17 points for McKenzie on 7 of 10 shooting. She made all three of her free throws. She ended up with five rebounds as well and was able to go for 30 minutes tonight. So, again, um, I, I also want to credit Coach Morin with how she's really brought Mac back. Um, I don't think she's really pushed her. You know, she, when she first came back, she was playing less than 20 minutes. Now she's up to 30. But that rotation, again, again with Keandra coming in a little bit, Wisney coming in, it was just enough that, that it, and timing them with the, the TV timeouts and the quarter ends, I thought were just really superb from Coach Morin. So I thought um, overall the game plan from the coach with um, Mackenzie Holmes was spot on tonight. Um, anything on McKenzie, or do you want to talk about anyone else or um, somebody next? <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to take a quick look at uh, Grace Berger yeah. here, uh, her stat line. I mean, uh, she ended up with another double-double tonight, uh, you know, 16 points, 11 rebounds. I, I didn't even realize that mm -hmm. uh, until after the game that she ended up with 11 rebounds, you know, one offensive and 10, uh, 10 defensive. Uh, and then she had uh, she also had uh, four assists. Um, uh, on the night, uh, and unfortunately, she ended up with four four turnovers. But uh, you know, you know, she went uh, six of eight from the free throw line, five of fourteen from uh, field goal, and uh, you know, it's just you know to put it be able to put up another double double is uh, you know it's it's spectacular. Yeah, let me uh, transition into Alexa though. Um, Alexa tonight, I thought it was again our glue player, right? She she did those things that aren't necessarily going to show up on the stat line. Um, the closest I think you can get from Alexa is blocks. She led the team with three blocks um, tonight. Um, she <laughs> her rebounding was superb. I thought she had eleven rebounds, eight of them defensive, um, and I think that really really um, helps because, again, Maryland is generally a really good offensive rebounding team. Um, as mentioned already, she limited her fouls compared to, to yesterday afternoon and just played an overall cleaner game. Again, a little bit struggling from the field. She went two of six, ended up with seven points. Um, three of those were from the free throw line. But, you know, I, I think this was, again, a night where people played their role and our players knew their role. We did not need Alexa to score tonight. It was a low-scoring game anyway. What we needed from Alexa was to shut down Angel Reese and to get rebounds, and I thought she did both of those. So I thought Alexa's game was on point. The only negative we have for Alexa is that she did have six turnovers. She led the team um, six. So that, again, it was you know a little bit sloppy with the ball there. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, you know, I'm going to take a look at, uh, you know, uh, Nicole here. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, I thought Nicole had a, had a great night. Um, uh, she shot four of 13 uh, from the field, um, one of two from the three point, but she ended up with nine points, but she also had eight rebounds, uh, three assists and four steals. So, I mean, she had a, uh, um, a really nice uh, line tonight and uh, she, she was, you, you, you tell that, you know, there's something different about her tonight from the going, uh, from the very, very start. I mean, she was very active, very, you know, she was driving it down, down low, um, you know, and she was just very active on the defensive end, like, like always, but uh, she had a, she had a great night. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I think Allie is the only starter we haven't said. So before we leave Nikki, though, last night after the game, I think what I said to you is we need more from Nikki. And it doesn't have to be scoring. We right. just need her to clean up her turnovers. 
and she ended up with only two tonight. So yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to take credit for it, but it just made me really happy uh, to, to see that coming to fruition again. So so last night, Allie was our, our game ball winner. She was our point high on the team. And again, like <laughs> we've said it about this team all year, we don't have to have one star player who is the main scorer every night. And I thought Allie's play was, was fine. I mean, she was a little bit rough, one of seven from the field in terms of offensive productiveness. Um, she had six points. Four of those, though, were from the were from the line. Uh, but I thought she did a lot of the other small things. You know, I thought you you saw some great defense from her. Uh, she was only credited with one steal, uh, and, and I thought her game was fine tonight. It, it's not what we saw from her last night. Maybe not from a seven-year player that we would want. We we definitely don't want to. Four turnovers, but again, our whole team seemed to have the turnover bug. <laughs> if we we look at that, uh, so I thought Allie was fine tonight. And I don't know what we can get away with fine from Allie every night, but I think tonight was was fine. <laughs> uh, but what what are your thoughts on Allie? Yeah, I think you know, I, I think she did a lot of stuff that uh, you know. It was the hustle stuff, you know, the the takeaway that she had from uh, Diamond Miller, you know, yeah, and, uh, diving she, on the floor, yeah, diving yeah. on the floor, uh, you know, she she's always just all over the place, uh, getting on the floor. I mean, she isn't, you know, she isn't afraid to mix it up and uh, and get on the floor and kind of kind of scrap. You know? yeah. So, um, you know, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it was uh, wasn't what you wanted for a, a scoring, but you know, as far as the free throws, I mean, down the stretch, I mean, you know, it was. Uh, you know, she made those free throws down the stretch, which, uh, you know, helped seal the game. So, yeah, um, you know, she did uh, did what we needed her to. She sure did. And, and the thing that never, ever shows up on stat line is her leadership. And you can see right. that. You can really see how she's, you know, picking up her, her teammates and really being there mm -hmm. for them. And that's never going to show up at yeah. a stat line. Uh, she's she's always very vocal on the, right. on the floor. Yep. So, okay, cool. Um Last person we should talk about before we move on, I think is Chloe Moore McNeil. So we talked just a little bit about her during our moments, but I did just want to reiterate, I think, you know, her confidence level is just gone through the roof. Like yeah. the, the, the Chloe we saw in, you know, early mid January is not the Chloe we see now, you know, that, that Euro step that she likes to take now going into, uh, <laughs> into the lane is just, it's crazy. So she ended up with seven points again. One of the two three pointers made in the game. That one coming on the the you know right needed at that shot clock, so it didn't that become a turnover for us. But another one. So I thought Chloe was just spot on tonight again, doing again what we needed her to do off of the bench. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, you know uh, one of the things that uh, I wanted to make a comment on was uh, when we were actually watching the game and. She was uh, driving and she took that Euro step and, you know, ended up making times. the basket. And, and you look at me and said, how excited are you to have her coming back next yep. year? I'm like, yeah, I'm <laughs> you know, very excited. So, uh, yeah, she's uh, she's really uh, developed well this year. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what she's uh, uh, how, you know, how she's going to develop in the future. Yep, absolutely. Cool. All right. Well, everyone, you're listening to the Doing the Work post IU postgame show. You can catch us live. Um, following all IU women's basketball games, sometimes immediately, sometimes a little delayed. Tonight we're a little delayed because we have 
daytime jobs, but you can find us at our, our website, assemblycall.com. Um, you should also make sure, if you haven't yet, sign up for the free IU Hoops newsletter that comes out after every um, men's basketball game and on Sundays. There's almost 10,000 people subscribed to that right now, and you can join for free at join.assemblycall.com. I'm a Kathy Amos again, and my co-host with me is Sean Cron, and we are breaking down the Indiana win over Maryland from earlier today. All right, Sean, it is now time for our game balls, and Jeff was unable with his travel itinerary to, to phone in, or <laughs> if you will, his vote, so it is up to us and our workaholics that have joined us tonight. So if you have a vote for, for game ball workaholic folks, go ahead and throw that in the chat there. But Sean, how about you kick us off? Who do you have down for your game ball? Yeah, I, you know, I'm going to have to go with McKenzie uh, tonight. Uh, you know, uh, 17 points, seven of 10 from field goal range, uh, three of three from uh, free throws, and and five rebounds uh, in 30 minutes. You know, she, she just felt like, uh, you know, it, it felt like Mac was back. You know, she kind of felt like, you know, the old Mac was, you know, was there tonight. And uh, uh, you know, she might not be 100% yet, but uh, I think it was a, it was a great shooting night for her. And um, you know, it was. Uh, uh, you know, I, I think we're, you know, I, I'm, I'm feeling good about uh, things to come. Yeah, I am. All right, so I see uh, Mac Berger in here from Quang and one for Grace <laughs> for Game Ball. <laughs> um, but Sean, I'm going to vote with you, and I'm going to go with uh, Mackenzie. I wrote her down right away for, for my Game Ball. Again, first time leading the team in scoring. And again, I understand scoring is not always the, the be-all, end-all be, um, stats, but tonight I think it was exactly what we needed from her. But more than anything with the points, was it just looked like McKenzie was back and, and, you know, coach Moore. And again, after the game, she said the same thing. Uh, you know, it just, <laughs> it felt like before we were getting glimpses here and there yeah. and tonight, especially with that, you know, those couple of back-to-back -back plays at the end of that, that first half, I really thought that McKenzie seemed to, to feel like, herself again at least to a point now you know she again played 30 minutes tonight so it wasn't back to the kind of minutes that you know we might have seen from her nor do I think we should see that this year I think it was spot on with how she played tonight so okay cool well with that McKenzie will have our game ball for tonight that is her fourth game ball on the year um, Grace Berger still leads us with seven Nicole has three Allie has four and Alexa has two and now it is time for our Hoosier Hustle Award. This is sponsored by our friends at Evansville Security Services. Evansville Security Services provides off-duty police officers to businesses and individuals throughout Indiana. Remember, prevention cannot be measured, so let Evansville Security Services help you prevent a bad outcome today. You can find that at find them at EvansvilleSecurityServices.com. Again, EvansvilleSecurityServices.com. Okay, same thing here. Um, so I'll ask our workaholics here to jump in and see who you might have for your, your hustle award. Um, so I think I'll let you go first again, Sean. What do you have? All right. This is uh, a hard one. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> for the hustle award tonight, uh, I went with, uh, I, I went with Nikki. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, she had nine points. Um, you know, it wasn't a spectacular shooting night, but ended up with eight rebounds to go with those nine points. Um, three assists and ended up with four steals. Uh, so I, I think it was just the, you know, like, like I had said earlier, you could, you could tell that she came out and she was, she was driving the, uh, driving with the ball. Um, you know, she hit a, hit a couple early shots 
And, uh, you know, she was just, you know, doing her normal, you know, you know, playing her nasty defense and, you know, causing troubles, uh, with, the uh, with Maryland. And, uh, you know, I, so I, I got to give it with Nikki tonight. All right. I did not give the, my, my, oh. uh, my, uh, Hoosier hustle to Nikki. I actually went with Grace Berger tonight. I thought Grace just had a complete game on all yeah. ends of the court. She um, was second in the team with um, 16 points. She had 11 rebounds tied for team high along with Alexa. Um, with as much as she handled the ball, you know, she ended up with four turnovers, but again, the whole team seemed a bit turnover prone. Um, and not just that, she ended up with four assists as well. So I, I thought, to me, Grace was all over and, and uh, really did the thing. So we're going to look here in the chat and see what we got going on. So for we got Nikki as honorary from Quang, I see. Um, Denny said Grace Berger. Um, the whole team. <laughs> oh, no, the whole team is getting, we got another Nikki. We've got Chloe, um, another Nikki, um, and amazing how she brings it. So I heard yep. Nikki a few times, so um, we'll go with Nikki on this then. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and that, and Never all. a bad choice. I mean, no. isn't that the fun thing of the Hoosier Hustle Award when we're talking about our women's team? It's just fantastic. I mean, you really, and you could really throw Alexa in there yeah. too, right? Like, because Alexa, again, 11 rebounds. Um, she was just on fire with Angel Reese. And I had, I was debating actually between Grace and, um, and, uh, and Alexa actually on this. And then you have Nicole, we already gave McKenzie. So four of our five starters, really were on fire tonight and Allie had a solid game. So, yeah. <laughs> and then Chloe off the bench were who could have also been there. So when you have anything like that, it's hard to, it's hard to be, you know, yeah, it's, picking nits if you will. <laughs> right. Right. It, it's good to, you know, have, uh, you know, have tough choices like this, right? Right. I know. <laughs> yes. This, this is great. So we'll give it to Nikki though. That makes it her fourth hustle award. Grace Berger and Chloe are tied for the lead with five and then one each for McKenzie, Keandra, Alexa, Grace Wagner, Caitlin, and Allie. Okay, Sean, before we um, start wrapping things up and talking about our next opponents, um, anything else specific to the game today against Maryland that you think we might've missed? You know, I think it was a, I think it was an all around uh, a good win for us. Um, you know, like I said earlier, I would like to see them, uh, you know, work on that turnover uh, number a little bit. But uh, you know, the, the defense just brought it tonight. Um, you know, they they were, you know, they they disrupted Maryland from the from the very beginning. Um, you know, they were very aggressive on the boards, and uh, you know, they're they're knocking down their shots and and knock down the free throws. That, you know you know, down the stretch. So, yeah. um, you know, I, you really can't complain, you know, um, <laughs> you know, if there's one category that is, isn't up to snuff, you know, you know, Hey, that that's okay. You know, so, um, you know, they came away with the victory and, uh, you know, let's see if they can uh, repeat this a couple more times this weekend. Okay. I agree. Well, Queen's nudging us on here to start talking about our next opponent. So let's, <laughs> let's go ahead and move on and pre preview our next opponent. Um, our upcoming show will be tomorrow. Um, the women move on to play Ohio state. Ohio state is the number one over number one overall seed in the tournament. That game will be at three 30 Eastern or two 30 central um, for programming note. Before I talk a little bit about Ohio state, um, the programming note, the men do play tomorrow as well. They play at noon Eastern, one o'clock central. So there should be plenty of time after the men show um, to watch the women 
actually, um, you should watch the women live and then come join us here right after the women. So uh, we will be on right after that up. So let's talk a little bit Ohio State. So again, Ohio State tied with Iowa for the Big Ten title outright in the, or not outright in the regular season, they tied with Iowa. Um, overall in our history, we are 21 and 58 all time. So again, kind of a lopsided towards um, Ohio State. Our last matchup though was with um, at Ohio State earlier this year on December 12th. It was our only time we played them. We did not play them at home this year. Um, for those of you who might not remember, this was a win, a resounding win for us on the road, 86 to 66. So Ohio State is coming off a victory um, from earlier today as well. They played Michigan State and won that 74 to 58. That was their opening game because as the number one overall seed, they had that double bye. Um, as a team, they averaged 79.8 points per game. So um, very similar to Maryland, very high scoring team. Um, they are led in scoring by two of their guards, JC Sheldon and Taylor Mike Sell. They both average right around 19 points per game. Um, everyone else on their team is averaging nine points or less. So you compare that to Maryland today. Maryland actually had five starters, all five of their starters um, averaging in double figures. We held them to only two people to having double figures today. Um, now tomorrow is probably going to be a different game plan. You have both of their guards that average 19. So it'll be interesting to see if we really come out and, and hone in on one of them or the other. I don't think we typically do that. Um, I think that you'll see another good team defensive effort from us as well. Again, we held them to 66 earlier this year. That was early. It was tw December 12th in the season, right? We were a different team. They're a different team. They've been playing some pretty good ball here lately. So um, Ohio State, again, 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central is tip-off for that game tomorrow. Um, we will be live almost ex right after that game. So um, anything, Sean, on, on your mind about in the Ohio State game? I think I probably covered it, but do you have anything to add? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I'd like to see them. Uh, you know, I think if we can – if we can stay out of foul trouble and we can eliminate some of the turnovers that we had uh, the last couple of games, I, I think we'll be okay. I mean, I think we'll be in this game. So I think those are going to be the two, uh, two big things. Uh, I mean, we're going to need, uh, we're going to need Nikki tomorrow night. And uh, so if um, her and Grace, uh, you know, so if, if we can uh, eliminate some of those uh, um, or avoid some fouls um, so that uh, they are on the court uh, all night, uh, I think we should be good. Yeah, I agree. Um, so for me, my lingering question going into the game is, again, turnovers. We had 16 yesterday, 18 today. Um, I, I really, really want to see that number come back down to closer, at least, to our team average of 11. I think that's going to be very important. Um, I think, again, the game plan, you know, Coach very specifically, specifically said that the game plan today was to control the pace. And you could really see that, I thought, in the second half tonight. If you watched, we really took deep into the shot clock, sometimes to the point that it made me a little nervous. I think we're going to need to control that pace again when we play Ohio State. That's what I remember from the game in December, is that we really controlled the pace. We made Ohio State play our game, and we didn't play their game, which is obviously when they're averaging close to 80 points a game. is not the kind of game we want to play. Right. So we control that pace again like we did today. I think that we're going to be looking good. Uh, 
what are our legs like? That's the right other lingering question, right? We had a really tough road to, to end February. We've now played two games back to back. Our starters today all had 30 minutes or more. Um, the least amount was from McKenzie Holmes at 30, but everyone else had 33 or more. Allie had 33. Um, then you had Grace and Nikki with 35 each. And then, as I already mentioned, Lexa played the entire game of all 40 minutes. Yeah. So what kind of rehab can they get tonight? What kind of recovery can they get? At least it's a slightly later tip tomorrow than it was the last two games. Those are some of my lingering questions. Um, but we're in post-tournament play. And we have a chance to to win tomorrow, and we're on to the finals on Sunday. So, um, interesting fun fact: if you haven't heard this, I believe the announcers have said this a couple of times. Uh, we won this in 2002, the tournament. We were the number five seed as well. As well. So maybe number five is our lucky number. <laughs> so. You are listening to the Doing the Work IU Post Game Show. One last reminder, check out our friends at Home Field Apparel and use that promo code HOME um, to, at checkout to get 15% off of your first order. So, Sean, I think we've already gave our last call, but do you have anything else you want to add before we call tonight? Uh, no, I just think it was, I think it was a great uh, win, and uh, you know, I was really, really proud of the girls, the way they played tonight, and uh, look forward to uh, the next game. Yeah, I agree. Very excited. Hey, we're in we're in March, baby. Let's just keep winning. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, everyone, and that will do it. So if you want to do see us do the game, goodness, let me start over. If you want to see us do the show live and be part of the live chat, make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash assembly call. And don't forget to go to join.assemblycall.com to join the free email newsletter. Special thanks to John Ringer of Riggs Design, who designs our logo. And thank you all for listening. We will be back again tomorrow, live after the game, after we beat the Buckeyes. And we'll be chatting with you then. But until then, keep your eyes, elbows in, your eyes on the rim, and go Hoosiers. All right. Thanks, everyone out there. I know, again, it's a Friday night, and a few of you are watching live with us, so super appreciated. It's always fun to have a, a couple people chatting along in here. Yeah, had a good crowd tonight. Yeah, I, mean, I see. I 21 people at one point. Yeah, 21 so. were there. Um, I know one was my mom, so thanks, Mom. <laughs> Love you. Um, you need to get her to chat. <laughs> you know I'm proud of her for just listening to us. <laughs> Yeah, so ROK Hoosiers go into the game, it sounds like. So, um, yeah, I agree, Quang. That's uh, doing the work logo. We uh, we talked about that, Jeff and I did, when we, we met in February at the meetup. Um, so we are planning some things uh, to, to kind of start branching out a little bit more. We won't be going away this offseason, as example. We're, we're talking about some content we think we can do over the summer. Um, it won't be probably every week or anything like that, but we do want to kind of keep – keep things moving along here. So we'll start um, trying to mature a little bit more as our, our own podcast and probably branching out. But, you know, we're just trying to get going here. And anytime you guys are out there listening to us, that really helps. And again, just thank you. Really, really, really appreciate it. And hope, uh, hope to see all of you again tomorrow afternoon and hopefully after another victorious uh, game to watch. So that's right. All right, everyone, I think we'll call it a night. Happy Friday and happy Big Ten tournament. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Bye, everyone.